Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Wagon Cast with me, Tom O'Patterson and, and me, Connor Hughes. And we said that at the same time, <laughs> but it's grand, it'll do. Uh, so unfortunately, we we actually didn't really give any warning, but uh, we didn't do an episode last week because life unfortunately got in the way. But the way we look at it, quite a few other podcasts sometimes skip weeks without warning too. Or maybe they do give warning and I just don't follow them on any social channels. I guess That's it, either way. Yeah, somebody who's I actually we didn't do one. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't do one. So we're back this week. Uh, I'd love to be able to say that we did so much, but we we didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't anyway. No. I don't know if you did much in the last week. Well, but... let me start by asking you. Oh God, where would you get a gasket for a water pump for a fintail? A gasket for a water pump? Uh, well. Without buying a water pump, that's what yeah. I mean. That you can only get one with a water pump. Well, what you can do is you can buy a thing called gasket paper, and you can actually make your own gaskets. So you would just trace around it and then mm. pierce into it. We've done it before a few times on this ground, like so. Wouldn't worry that's, about it. That's what we'll have to do. Yeah. See, once you get into the stage of working on a car that's from 1965 and is the lowest spec model of it, it's not as easy to find parts. That's no. the thing. Oh, well, actually, that, that water pump was on quite a few different ones, but oh well. Then see what I just said there. Just show it up. Just disregard it. Yeah, just yeah. pretend I never said it. That's okay. <laughs> well, I have some bad news to start us off, and it's not car related, but it's very, very fresh, as in the last, I think, two or three hours. Okay. I I don't know if you heard this, but Daft Punk, have you heard? That's longer than two or three hours ago. Well, I've only just seen the news reports, and like the news reports have all been put up two hours ago. Daft Punk is kill. Daft Punk is kill. What what, what makes you think that it's? Yeah, I heard time? that. I heard that like at lunchtime today. Well, I'm looking at, at oh oh okay right <laughs> well, most old news actually only announced it. But the most I'm seeing here is all three hours up until one, which says five hours. <laughs> That's all I'm seeing. Well, fine, I'll go fuck myself. But anyway, yeah, Daft Punk. You can, cool. and so can Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You're saying that like Look, Daft Punk? I like Daft Punk. They haven't actually done anything since... Uh, Rob Talking Max Yeah. So, so you would think they might have already. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have broken up I seven think years that, ago. <laughs> to be honest, like... But, like, I'm really annoyed because I have waited a long time looking a follow-up to that album. Because that yeah, album... You wanted another Ram. It was very good. Every single song on it was golden. Like there, I, mm-hmm. there wasn't one single song that wasn't a tune. And there's uh, not very many albums like that out there. Obviously, they had lots of other hits from the nineties and stuff like. But for me, the one that resonates the most is "Random Access Memories." Yeah, because well, I would have I had it on CD in the car, which meant that like any time you didn't have your phone connected, it was going to be "Random Access Memories." Like, yeah, was no, it is. It's a hell of an album. Such a shame, hey. But yeah, there's are there's are bad news to start off. There What's you your go. favorite Daft Punk song? Uh, it is probably Fragments of Time, actually. Oh, that is one of my favorite tunes of those as well. Yeah. Uh, what it's do you think? Really of Who's the fellow who sings on that? Is it the guy from the Strokes? It's Todd Edwards. Uh, What's he from? Fragments he is from. Or is it Nine Inch Nails or? Todd Edwards, who's he in? I'm just looking at it now. 
He was in. Why the fuck is his name not actually showing up as in any bands? He's just a DJ, isn't he? I thought he was a singer or he like does. in a band. He does garage and house music. Gar- oh, I hate that term. Garage. Garage. Because like garage. UKG. <laughs> garage can mean fucking anything. Like garage can be Pearl Jam. Garage can be fucking. I don't know anymore. Actually, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the only guy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, it's similar to jungle music. Jungle music. <laughs> yes. Right. We'll just cut that short there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite Daft Punk song is. It's very hard to tell. I mean, Giorgio by Moroder obviously is like one of the greatest tunes ever. Like it is full-on epic but i think my favorite one is actually not on any of those to be honest any of, any of what or not on random access member i don't think it's any of those ones i actually think my favorite that punk song might be around the world and yeah. yes it's just around the world a million times over <laughs> and over but the baseline <laughs> on it i just it's so funky and it just reminds me of I don't know if you ever watched the YouTube series way back in the day. Remember Machinima? Yeah. Uh, there was a series on it called Arbian the Chief. Did you ever hear of it? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I used to fucking love that shit. My entire early high school personality was just Chief from that. Like, <laughs> Nice. Did you even play Halo? I played quite a bit of Halo. Not like full yeah. campaign mode. I don't like that, but my my best mate at the time, Potty, me and him would have played it on like custom games, which is where you basically just made shit. Like you had a map editor basically and you just made fun games out of it. I used to do that a lot, but I wasn't one of those huge Halo heads. I didn't really like it compared to Call of Duty. I don't like a first person shooter where I can't aim down the sight on every gun. Mm, no, it feels it, a bit. It, it messes with my head. And I don't like a first-person shooter where I can launch an entire magazine into somebody and they're not dead. Like, not yeah, due to the fact yeah. that of lagging, but literally as in their health is too high. Just too much health. Yeah, too pretty many, much. Too many yakults. <laughs> what? Them bones is just too strong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but that yeah, yeah. song around the world featured a lot at the very first of it, whenever he wasn't making any real money off it, so he just used whatever music he wanted. Yeah, I think he had Around the World a lot in it, and it just that, that wee touch of nostalgia I get every single time I hear it just reminds me of sitting, eating Doritos <laughs> at like 7 o'clock in the morning, empty bottles of Mountain Dew on the floor, just watching him being the <laughs> And yes, I was that cliche. And that is like a hell of a fucking image. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Me just on the bed watching it like. <laughs> that punk are the, they're very like nostalgic, I think, for probably people around our age. Yeah, I would say so. I lot of songs like, that remind you of times. Yeah, even if the song wasn't actually in the time, it's like the original vaporwave. You know, it like just takes you back to a different time, even though <laughs> Ross. it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love it the other night. Uh, it was, so me and Jen, my girlfriend, for who's listening, uh, we do a game at night because we can't see each other. And uh, the other night I was just like, right, 
when it was over, I was like, right here, I'm going to go and get a cup of tea and listen to Vaporwave <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I had no reason Are why. Are you not single? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, right here, I want to go and watch the guy with the moon hat on that sings Mac Tonight. Or is it the same type? Is that Mac Tonight? Oh, it's Mac Tonight, isn't yeah. it? Well, it's, yeah. So I literally was sitting there in the fucking uh, Sesame Street onesie with a cup of tea watching Magdalene. Same Pepsi. Same Pepsi. <laughs> that, that was my night and it was great. And I don't know why. From the 1990s. Oh, so good. I, oh, Vaporwave. There's nothing I love more than proper nostalgia. Although anybody who knows me could tell you that's the case. My entire life revolves around nostalgia. My entire life revolves around <laughs> the start of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, the yes. vaporwave from Actonite is actually Michael Jackson, isn't it? I think it, the music or the... the... music. The music they use is Michael Jackson. The original music on that on that advert was uh, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. <laughs> okay, that's a funny joke. I see where they use that. Mac the Knife. But yeah, for the, for the vaporwave, it is uh, Michael Jackson. What Michael Jackson chain is it? It's not that I'm guessing, but uh, let me find out. Oh my god! Well, don't, well, don't play it because like... I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> I'm not <gonna> play it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck shit. But uh, yeah. So where was I going with this? Um, vaporwave. We were at vaporwave, and then we were at yeah. So Daft Punk is like original vaporwave, I think. Although it's not technically because it's just of its time. Like, I yeah, think we're just talking shit. Realistically. Uh, so did you get up too much this week? or It's off the wall. Off the That's wall. the Michael Jackson tune is. The, the song is off the wall? I thought that was just an album. Uh, no, I think it's a song. Oh, well, there you go. It's not a very prolific Michael Jackson song, as you might. No, I wouldn't think so. Probably because he was too busy getting sued by Pink Floyd for using the same font. Really? Go and oh, look yeah, at the yeah, album yeah, cover of Pink Floyd and then off the wall like it's <laughs> he's just got over the crazy phase in the wall now he's like no higher I'm off the wall now that's that's me I'm off it but it's just handwriting like it's not it's a particular font it's not just handwriting it definitely is if you look it up which I'm gonna do now because <laughs> although we really should have a video podcast if we're gonna start doing this kind of stuff no it it is literally it's the exact same font. Look at the wall and then look at Pink Floyd or and then look at off the wall. I'm telling you right now, right? I'll fight any man who says otherwise it's the same font. No it's not. Shit. No, it's not. <laughs> it's literally not. I've spent my I've spent my entire life telling people that it is. <laughs> it's just vaguely sort of handwriting looking. They actually sue him for it. They probably did. It was Roger Waters. Like who wasn't oh, he so cunt? If he wasn't suing the members of his own fucking band, what else was he at? Like, exactly. But Maka came over and was like, no, leave him alone. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. Is he Paul McCartney as a filter now on like Instagram or something like that? Doesn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, only to promote like the new album. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a post that I saw on a Lenny group. You know, the one who's uh, of the 
the the guy's dad just dancing the techno music at the rainbow background, and he's like, "I miss your ma, son. I miss your ma." <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's the filter is Paul McCartney. The Paul McCartney filter is just him, and then yeah. it puts two versions of whoever's in the camera left and right of them with a different color and it like flashes so basically it just looks like a beatles acid trip like <laughs> somebody put it into the limit group and just said i miss your boss fuck it's funny but hey uh, so yeah enough of that shit what did you get up to this week um this week i released another video on our youtube that is correct and i found it absolutely fascinating did Genuinely, that's not even I'm me just saying glad. that. I actually, because did. I made it and it's your YouTube. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's our YouTube. Thank you, Absolutely. sir. We... Uh, no, genuinely, because it's a topic that I was properly interested in. Uh, the Mercedes 300 SL and how it came to be born. The yeah. most interesting thing for me, genuinely, which I didn't know, was the doors, not Jim Morrison, like, but the actual. The, the reason the doors, yeah, I, I just love the doors. I'm always thinking <laughs> about the doors. Uh, now, the fact that I didn't know that they used those doors because they had to because of the space Shit. frame, it's not that you want to, but you have to. <laughs> that's it, that's, that's always the way. <laughs> Sometimes it's what you have to do that takes priority, my dude. The hood would take you under. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be listening to so much Biggie Small. <laughs> Is that Biggie? I don't know, just the, that's your. It's just your usual biggie voice there you use. <laughs> which which you have. You have, you have a biggie voice that you put on every time you mention Biggie Smalls. <laughs> How you live in Biggie Smalls? <laughs> Mentions. <laughs> Drop top PMs, I'm the man, girlfriend. <laughs> no, that was Compton's most wanted. Who took me under? Well, I apologize for my lack of knowledge of 90s rap. Although, Sorry, considering my obsession do. with nostalgia, you would think I would fucking learn. <laughs> do you not play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? I did, but I never really listened to the rap songs. If you played San Andreas and you didn't just listen to K-Rose, K-Dust, and Radio X, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Actually, Master Signs was a good radio station as well. I played all the funky tunes, but I didn't appreciate them until I was much older. When yeah. I was growing up, I was basically told by my brother, you listen to fucking K-Dust or you get out. <laughs> no, Fair enough. Like, if the police can't catch you, you must be on the dust. <laughs> dust. The dust. Did you know that Axl Rose was the voice of the DJ on yeah, K-Dust? Yeah, I did. I did. I I'm did. sure you probably did, but I didn't know how else to bring that fun fact into conversation. That's a good listeners. fact. So, Thank you very much. Thank you. And in GTA 4, it was Icky Pop. I knew that as well. Right, fine. Well, what about... Better just not tell me any other facts, because I know all of them. You're the fact, man, and that's a fact. (laughs) Uh, But the the weird thing is, like, like San Andreas, Vice City, they give them all different names, but whenever GTA 4 came around, he just said, it's Iggy. Like, he didn't say yeah. Hop, but he used his actual name. And then when GTA 5 came along, Kenny Loggins was all like, here, Rockstar. fuck's sake, Rockstar, if I put my name to this, I want people to fucking know. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, because the, the whole point of you doing it and not saying your real name is people can guess. 
yeah, who is it? Like, That's I exactly. never knew it was Axel Rose because, like, when I think of Axel Rose, I think of fucking take me down to the paradise city. <laughs> you don't picture the fucking the normal talking. You just think he talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you listen to. I know, it's like when you listen to Finn Lizzy and like you listen to a live version and you hear him sing and then Phil and it's just like, did you know that one did you? And you're like, who the fuck is that? Who's that talking there? Who's that talking? But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's mental. And then whenever Kenny Loggins like, plays his own song on, he's like, and now here's me. And I'm like, that's just, no. Doesn't it, Loggins have two songs on that? He only had one and then he must have added said, second here, one. fuck yeah, I want that one in. I ah, see they did a, I think it was the flight school update and it was all about airplanes and shit, so they added in Danger Zone because Danger Zone. of course. Danger Zone. <laughs> yes, that's something you started to do. Started watching Archer, I finally. Started watching Archer, yeah. Have well, not what's... started watching Arrested Development yet. You will get there. By the end of this fucking not this podcast, but podcast. the end of this, us doing podcasts. Which all hopefully right. will be never. <laughs> Actually so no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, hopefully at some point you will watch it because you will like it. And it is brilliant. Is uh, Jason Bateman in it? Yes, he's the main character. Ah, uh, see, I like Ozark. I have heard many things about Ozark. I haven't watched it. And I keep hearing my and dad talk about it. And I keep thinking I need to watch it. But you know when you've seen somebody play a comedy character and it's their, what you associate them with, it's very yeah. hard to take them seriously in anything that's not a comedy. You know? Yeah. Well, Ozark is, I tell you what, Ozark is kind of like Breaking Bad. So it's kind of like where Brian Cranston went from Malcolm. Funnily Lowe. enough, actually, I was told that exact thing. It's kind yeah. of like Breaking Bad. It's kind of like maybe a little bit too much like Breaking Bad because it is just like regular guy with regular occupation gets thrown into like organized crime world. And has What's to his last out. name? Is it Luth? Is his first name Michael? No. That would be great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> does he drive a Mercedes S class? I wish he did. Does he drive? Does he drive a stair car? No. <laughs> oh, well, it's just not as good as Arrested Development then. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess it mustn't be. That's that's a given, really. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I must check it out sometime. I have heard very good things. I just I need to put aside my biases of he's not a comedy actor. You know. Is, what does he do most of? Is it comedy or serious stuff? It's mostly comedy. Well, it's either nope. comedy or rom-com. Mm. But he, like Arrested Development was his first big role. And that's what he's like. Well, it wasn't even big, but it made him big, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, so same with uh, Michael Cera. Is it Cera? Michael Cera? Yeah, Michael Cera, yeah. Arrested Development was his first main role as well. And he just... He has played. He's been so typecast. He plays the same character in every other thing he's in. Like you know, the socially awkward guy that he always plays. Yeah, he's absolutely typecast as that. Yeah, uh, he that started with Arrested Development, and it's it never went away. <laughs> do you know, Michael Sarah actually looks like the young receptionist from the first series of I'm Alan Partridge. Uh, <laughs> with the young receptionist. Hang on, what? From uh, from the Travel Tavern, yeah. Susan. Um, no, Susan's the older one, isn't it? Oh, she my... what's, what's the younger one called? Shit, I can't remember. Uh, it's gonna come back to me. It's gonna come back to me. 
Ah, uh, tell you. Blue, 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 hang on. Give me a clue. What's to start with? Yes. <laughs> Susan. Sophie. Sophie, fuck. Uh, speaking of, she's coming out with a new book. What, the receptionist from Alan? Oh, no, I should clarify. Um, the good Sophie. Uh, <laughs> Sophie L. Baxter. She's releasing an autobiography. She's not really renowned for books, I'm so fair. No, that's... Oh, yeah, I don't know why I said a new book. I yeah, should have just said releasing a book. A book. But, but uh, our, our listenership will drop rapidly if I start talking about her, so I'll just leave that be. Yeah, let's just not talk about that anymore at all, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, here's what we shall do now. It's about time we actually started talking about cars, I think. Okay. We, we did a good bit of not talking about cars there, which is, that's to get the normies in, and then they can, they'll probably drop off now. <laughs> start they they probably will, yeah, they'll probably leave. Probably will. So, last week we said ourselves, no, <laughs> the week before, Jesus, no. Oh, uh, the week before last. Yeah. Uh, you'd think we'd have spent that time researching stuff to talk about in your podcast, but nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. The week before last, we set ourselves the this week's used car challenge. And Connor, you set the challenge. What was the criteria? It had to be under 10 grand to enter a concourse competition. It had now, to be 1990, which is the Kilbrony rules. You should explain but to But they don't stick to. <laughs> what Kilbrony is. No, I was going to say what concourse is, but yeah, Kilbrony well, con- as well. Concourse de, de elegance is French for... Uh, Car competition. I spent too much money on my car. <laughs> that you spent too much money on, yeah. <laughs> that's no, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's literally it. It's just like really expensive car show. Not necessarily. So the whole point of concourse is that the car is the exactly most, as it was when it came. The most the original. Yeah, that's concourse. Not spent a lot of money on it. Usually, yes, they are one and the same, but the yeah. actual target for concourse is totally as factory right. basically what does it translate from concourse if it's french competition of elegance the concourse competition and d'elegance of elegance i but concourse like is it french oh it's okay. french for competition <laughs> yeah that makes no sense <laughs> why then this car is concourse it doesn't have a fucking roll cage and all in it <laughs> competition specs are that makes no sense. But okay, we'll take it. And then right, Kilbrony. Kilbrony's a car show in Warren Point that has not happened for like two years. Yeah, it's been cancelled again <laughs> because for some stupid yeah. reason they thought it would be okay to have it this year, even though things were definitely not going to be normal. I think yeah. they were just trying uh, to get the money from their fucking vendors to I book a spot and then be like, Boris, oh. Boris actually announced uh, today that things would be normal by Kilbrony, but obviously Kilbrony. Aye, right. He's fucking. I don't like to bring politics into the podcast, right? <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I seen on Instagram somebody put up this thing. It's a, like a, a proper government issue thing, like the step program. The first step yeah. is reopening schools, right? You may fucking just stop it there, <laughs> because it didn't go to it didn't go into any other steps. That you fucking do that, you stupid cunt. There's kids so, also the spreaders. That that's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get into it because that's just a whole can of worms and this is meant to be about cars. It's one thing to talk about music and TV, but... Can't talk about worms on the podcast? Unless it's the video game that I spent (laughs) a lot of my youth playing. Oh. That day. (laughs) Oh. Oh. So, who went first last time revealing their car? 
Mm, I think it I was you. I think it was yeah. you because I thought we had the same vehicle and started to talk about it. That's right. Yeah. So I guess I'll go first. Have you any guesses? So it has to be pre nineteen ninety and it has to be under ten thousand pounds. Under ten grand. Yes. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna ask you if it's a Ford. It is not a Ford. <laughs> it's mm. funny because you say that and like. I don't own a Ford, and I'm not actually known for being a Ford guy. I'd say. What? What is your channel called? Uh, the 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 Chevrolet had a four two seven as well. You know. Is that what yours so, refers to? It refers to just the engine. Let's just say it refers to the cubic capacity of any engine <laughs> that happens to be that amount. <laughs> Do you know what people that's, must get really disappointed cool. if they're from America and. And they, they come across our channel and they think there's going to be lots of American cars, but then it's just not. Do you know who's going to be even more disappointed or who was even more disappointed? The who? car dealership in Florida that opened up after we started doing this and it's called 427 Motorsports and they couldn't get to use the Instagram name <laughs> or the website. So they just put it to 427 Motorsport. And I'm like, ha ha ha, we had it first. <laughs> we got Fuck the S. <laughs> we got the S. Suck on it. That's what the S stands for. Suck it. <laughs> but yeah, so I bet they're very disappointed when they've got a big fucking car dealership and they can't use their name because two fellas from fucking Ireland are still with it and making t-shirts <laughs> and shitty videos. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But uh, yeah, Americans must be very disappointed when there's like absolutely no Cobras like anywhere. Nothing at all. Maybe one Someday day we'll have one. Yeah. 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 No, it'll happen. We will eventually become... Rel- either famous or infamous <laughs> one or the other famous. we will have a Shelby Cobra, probably a replica almost definitely a replica in fact we probably, that would be a good project we build a kick car of a Cobra uh, yeah I imagine that's still not very cheap oh you're talking about 30 grand like, but mm-hmm. what we should do is get at the stage it. of internet stardom Connor did they That's put the 47 engine into, into like into, old cars, like old 60s American yokes? They must have done. The, the same 47? I think they had it in the Galaxy 500. No. 500. I think they had oh. it in the Galaxy or something like that. Or... I'm not actually sure. We get a Galaxy. Right. We get a Galaxy. R- r- right. That's as far as that's as far as this idea has gone. <laughs> I was waiting for more, and I was like, "More isn't coming, is it?" <laughs> the Fairline Thunderbolt. Got it. What? Isn't that the Fairlane? Fairlane, yeah, you're right. Don't not question me on American cars. <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. It's not Fairlane. It's Fairlane. Oh well, then sure, that's it. My Fairlane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chevy actually put it into more things than Ford did. I think. But it's not. Pets and it's not the same. Do you know this? No, no, no. It? It's just it's just the same displacement. Just. But that's. That's. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on topic here. Okay. So, what guesses have you got for my choice? It's not. It's, a Ford. Not, a, it's not a Ford. It's under ten grand. It's immaculate. Yeah. It's. I'll give you engine size. I don't oh. think it'll help you. Two point five. No, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think so. That's why I give it. <laughs> um, 
I'll no, give I give you, up. You give up. Have you got another clue that might help? Uh, it's within. It's sort of within my brand, but not quite. That does, doesn't really help. Nah. <laughs> okay, it's a Porsche. Okay, right. Which, by sort of in my brand, I meant Volkswagen. Owned yeah, by yeah. Porsche. And actually was co-built with Volkswagen and was a lot of the controversy with this, except this one wasn't. So, back when I was a Wayne, I would have been, I think, well, from the age of born to, I think, about five or six we actually had two of these. Uh, actually, maybe it was a wee bit older than that. I was definitely not double digits. We had two of these Porsches, and I'll always remember the pop-up lights, and it was awesome. Uh, it was a Porsche 924. Well, we had a Porsche 924, yep. but the one I have picked for this is the Porsche 944, which looks mostly the same, except a bit beefier and had Porsche's own engine, I think, whereas the 924 actually had a Volkswagen van engine. So, yeah, nice. there's, needless to say, that didn't get much attention. <laughs> but uh, So it's £10 under budget. It's £9,990. And it's two years, two years under the threshold. It's 1988. Now, you say you're surprised. That the 924 is still under ten grand. Well, there's actually quite a lot of them for sale for under 10 grand. This one here has been fully restored. So that's why I picked this one. There were right. some honorable mentions. I actually set out for this from the very start to get a Porsche. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted a, nine, I wanted a 924, but then I thought uh, 944 there for under budget. It's the better car, realistically. Like so. Yeah. But it's full nut and bolt restoration. Uh, it's got velour interior, oh. electric seats, electric fold-up mirrors. It's got the original alloys, original two keys. It's This is as good as they come. It's bright red, and it's got pop-up lights. And I think this would earn me, if not first prize, it would earn <laughs> me in, in the top three of best in show. Genuinely, it's that good. Now, the thing is, they're not that well appreciated. No, so. Like, if you took this to the likes of, say, Kilbrony, it actually wouldn't really get anything. People would just walk right past it. Uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't. But if it was at a concourse show where they were actually giving you a rating system on originality, I think that this would probably be one of the best in show. But here's a really interesting quirk about it, right? So the Porsche yeah. 944 is a sports car, yes? Yes. This one is automatic. That the one in, off, to be honest. The one in, the one in 16 Candles was automatic. It was 944. Candles? What's that? Is yeah. that a John Hughes film? John Hughes film. I thought so. <laughs> Just that something about it rang Uncle a bell. John. Dear old Uncle John Hughes. Who can forget dear old Uncle John? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is my two-door, four-seater sports car with an automatic gearbox. Fully concourse. I think it's a winner. What and it's quite, it's quite interesting in 16 Candles because uh, one of the plot points is that the, your man has a Rolls Royce Corniche and he has the 944 and the Corniche belongs to his dad and he's lending it to someone and the, guy, the other guy can't drive stick or manual for people who can speak English. English-UK. <laughs> 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 English-English. 
and uh, your fella offers him the Porsche first because it's his car, and he's like, "Oh no, I can't drive a manual." So, so he gives him the he gives him the Rolls Royce, but you can see at the end of the film that his Porsche is in fact automatic anyway. So oh, that is an oof. That, that is, is a big. That's a big stinky, oof. big stinky error in that film. The thing is, nobody would ever notice that if it wasn't for the fact that he specifically said, he, "I can't drive stick." Yeah, he specifically should have given said. another reason or something. He should have said, "No, I couldn't handle the power" or something like that. I just, just hate Porsches. Give me the Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate reliability. Give me the Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is my. Oh, it's bright red, right? But it's got more Same sixteen candles. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Clash. It's got maroon dashboard, maroon steering wheel, maroon Hello. seats. Is that the clash? Because we've got some clashing colours here. It's not. Uh, yeah, it actually it kind of is. If it was a darker <laughs> shade of red, it would match well. Mm-hmm. But it's bright tornado fucking golf red. Like it's. Yeah, and maroon it, steering wheel and maroon interior. No. Mm-hmm. I'd, act- I'd rock it in my maroon golf, but I wouldn't rock it in that. It actually really ages it as older than 88. It looks 70s, which mm. doesn't do it any favours. It's yeah. got the original Porsche Teledial, as they're called, wheels, which are so called because they look like, remember the old rotatory telephones? Let me look these up. Oh, they're the... the kind of like the Lamborghini ones, yeah. Yeah. Circles. They're actually nice wheels, those, aren't they? They are. They suit it. They almost look a bit small on it there, but... That's just the modern guy talking in me. Also, the number plate ends in J-O-O, so it's like, Jew! Soldier <laughs> boy, tell him. <laughs> Jew. Uh, there's 129,000 miles on it as well, which is actually quite a lot, I guess, for a Porsche. Uh, think about it. For an automatic Porsche, like you'd have to be one sour fucker to drive that thing about <laughs> that many miles. Or right. something wrong with you, which makes oh, sense. Oh, right, because it's automatic. <laughs> yeah, because it's automatic. If it was a manual, yeah, fair enough. That's a lot of canyon carving miles. Like, but Jesus, your left foot would be no use to you. It'd stop working. Well, the one in 16 Candles has, like, the split rim, like, Fuchs-type wheels on it, I think. Yes, I know. The it's got the chrome, the chrome around the outside and the black, which actually suits it probably really well. That's it, it does say it very well. Although, I don't know about it on red with those wheels. Mm, I'll send you a picture. It seems to work. Uh, fair enough. Anybody who is listening to this, uh, <laughs> I go guess Google go, yourself. And, go and watch. <laughs> or go Google it, yeah. Uh, go and watch 16 Candles. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I suppose I should actually open the message. No, it wasn't from you. Okay, never mind. Uh, no. But anyway, mm. so give me some clues as to what you have picked. Okay. Um... European. European. Is it a Mercedes? I should have just no. opened with, is it a Mercedes? No, I've got a Mercedes for one of my honourable mentions for afterwards. Funnily enough, I have honourable mentions and they're all just the 924s and the 944s. <laughs> they're just 924s in various specs and colours, so I didn't think it was worth actually mentioning them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I see that picture you've sent now. Those are really, really nice wheels. They're the same wheels that would have came on the 911 of the time. Yeah. They'd have been on the 930 Turbo and stuff. That, that, the cliche 911 Turbo of the 80s. Mm-hmm. But they yes, that's are right. cliche for a reason because they're very, very nice. Yeah. Well, John Hughes is big into his cars. It does show in his films. Is he? Uncle John. Yeah. 
Oh, well, fair enough. I've well, he, only ever seen the Breakfast Club, so is he? Yeah, there's well, there's cars in the Breakfast Club. His BMW six three five. <laughs> there's cars in the Breakfast. Car- a lot of films have cars in them. Connor doesn't mean no. What I mean, like ninety ninety percent of the Breakfast Club takes place like inside a school. There's only cars at the start. I mean, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Is he a relative of yours since his last name is? No. Well, he might be. I don't know. Finding out if he is, you might have been left a portion in your will or in his will. In your will. <laughs> I would delay <laughs> my, my Mercedes to my dead uncle. <laughs> 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 it makes no sense. <laughs> the keys on the grave. <laughs> Pull one out. So, European. Uh, you're gonna to have to give me more than European. European, not a Mercedes. So I'm gonna guess this is the BMW E9. No, mm. not at that money. No. Ooh. Audi. No, I'll give you another clue. It's got a V engine in it. Is it a Saab? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Sa- what Saabs came with? A- is it a V4? Yes. Is that actually the name of the Saab? Is it called no, no, a V4? No, no it's nine six. Sad 96, that's the one. And so go on and talk to us about it. The rally nine, car for the road. Yeah. Nine and a half thousand pounds. It's like That's pretty steep. It is steep for one end, but this thing's absolutely immaculate, so there you go. It's green. It's like a weird like lime seventies green. It is green on the inside, but it doesn't clash because it's like the same colour. That sounds absolutely fucking revolting. Some might say that. The Saab 96, for those who don't know, basically looks like a, a tall beetle. Mm, that's better looking than a beetle, I would say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking that back. Yeah, Not do you want to take that back? back? No. It's staying. Ah. it's staying right there. Well, nobody's going to take it. <laughs> so Bigger than the beetles. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to look at this now, and I'm going to be physically ill when I see it. I can tell. Yeah, just send it to me. But uh, uh-huh. ugh, right, a lime green 96. That sounds... Uh, you're, oh, it's on current classic. See, I always just tend to go to auto trading. Oh, that's much nicer than you described it, you dick. What the... F- I'd literally as described... You said like a lime green. That is like lime green. Is it? Fuck, that's more of an olive drab. No, olive drab is drab. That is a shiny color. Ah, shut the fuck up. It's olive drab with a bit of fucking tea cut on it. Look, 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 look at the title of the advert. Overall, look, a very look, good look, looking drab. <laughs> Imagine putting that as the name of the ad. <laughs> overall, 1972. A very good overall, a very good looking drab. <laughs> That's that's top notch fucking advertising. That's big for a play That's because you actually have to go to Sweden to buy this. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. But it's just advertised in pounds, so it's all right. You can spend that five hundred to get in the boat to Sweden and drive that back. That's our, It's really nice condition wise. Well, but actually, we're doing, a, we're doing a concourse thing. So it's yeah, fucking have to be. I think it's. It almost looks better than my Porsche. Which I realise now I haven't actually sent You haven't even sent me it. Send it over now. I'll have a look. And we will compare our vehicles. We've done this again. We've sent it into the group chat where Doyle's going to see it. He's going to be like, well, there's no fucking point me listening to the podcast now, is there? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, paint, the paint's good on your Porsche. The paint's very good on my Porsche. Thank you. Very good. And we all know that Tornado Red can be very difficult. Yes, we do. 
especially as a color to match. Uh, that interior doesn't clash too badly. It's more it, of a brown. It's definitely maroon. It's red. Yeah, it's, it's, red. It's, it's, it's brown burgundy. Like, yeah, it's burgundy. <laughs> no, it clashes. <laughs> it's, it, it's high school. It's my high school uniform color. Like, <laughs> so it is. There, it is the kitty high Porsche. Yeah, you'd need to be <laughs> fucking high. <laughs> you really notice it in the doors where the sales meet the the like burgundy. I when they actually are like right next to each other, it's it's not a pretty it's a bit, mm, Yeah. But it's very of its time. I like stuff that's of that's of its time. I mean, same with yours, you don't see very many olive green interiors like. No, that's true. But yeah, it's not a bad car, but it's it's a it's a nice a very nice looking sab that I've got here. A very good looking sab for sale. <laughs> <laughs> like the clue is in the title. Like, you go to Kilbrone Vintage Show and you say they're doing the judging and you say i don't think you understand mr judge <laughs> this is a very good looking sab i went the all the way to for this <laughs> i went to fucking ikea to look, get this look, look the advert only has about the, the description only has about five lines and line number four or five is this car is look beautiful <laughs> <laughs> kind regards good stuff <laughs> from hamstead in sweden it only stands have... in south of sweden only have 13,000 kilometer on clock. <laughs> this is basically my summer car, but in real life. <laughs> Only with a nicer car. I'm a politer man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You go from Finland to Sweden and it's like the opposite. You like don't give anyone the finger or piss on anything. Yeah, you you definitely do not piss on anything. That's like that's that's key to Swedish lifestyle. You don't piss on stuff. <laughs> 13,000 kilometers, though, that's a real shame because, like, that's a life not lived. That poor car. Like, here's the thing, right? Very cheap, actually. Yeah. My 944, there, right, is not a million miles away from that Saab. Yes, you're saying that the Saab is overall a very good looking Saab. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to think, right? This Porsche here is 129,000 miles on compared to your 13. And condition wise, they are not two worlds apart. No. They're not half a world away from each other, like. But if we can just ignore, <laughs> if we can don't just... let that distract you from the fact that Hector is running three Honda Civics between engines. Look, if, if if we can just ignore the REM references and the <laughs> and the concourse thing for a minute, mine is the manual V4 rally car, and yours has like an automatic slush box that is probably about as fun to drive as a coffin. Oh, it's a nice way into your coffin driving this thing that was probably bought by somebody who was near ready for the coffin. <laughs> it's very burgundy. Yeah. Nice burgundy I, I'd never pick it from a dealer option, like, but as a second hand, I'd buy it. My only worry, right? I don't know about your Saab. Because all your plastics and things are black. But my only worry with that Porsche is, say you break something. Oh, you're not. the name of fuck are you going to find red or run burgundy panels? Like, <laughs> you just aren't. You're not. That's, that. It's like me with my brown velour. Like, I'm still missing that B-filler trim. Yeah, you're never going to find that. Like, No. Well, what about that W126 that's for sale with the same material? With I know. No, it won't fit. Otherwise, I'd have gone and bought it just for that bit of trim and just scrapped the whole one, two, six. Scrapped the whole car. <laughs> <laughs> like a it in good condition. Oh, oh you'd take that out and put it into our fintail straight away, hey? Never be late. 
buy it for the fucking interior and then I'll strip it and put the engine and the ventil and we'll be flying. The interior won't even fit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, who, who's the real winner here? I don't know how I feel. It's me. Is it you? <laughs> yeah, it's me. Who won last last time? Me. Was me. It, uh, yeah, because uh, you picked some fucking like. What did you pick? I picked the MG Estate, which was a, quite a sleeper. I would Z- like to say ZTT. What did I pick? You picked the E Class, the W211 with the V8. Oh yeah, that was a lot of car for not very much money. Well, it would be a lot of car for a while, <laughs> and then it would gradually become less and less of a car. <laughs> You'd leave bits of it behind you at every. Yeah. Every well, you're being like consistent. I'll give you that. That's two V engines. Got <laughs> to keep this up. Oh God. <laughs> Should we do some honourable mentions then? Uh, well, I don't really have any because I literally no. just have more 924s instead of <laughs> just a row of 924s. Genuinely, no, I, I, a row I, of cheap. I must see if I have the fucking Word document. I don't think I do anymore. I don't think I saved it because it's like, oh, the grand fuck it. I'll find more when it comes to it. Do you but, know if uh, you went to a real concourse? All the people who owned air cooled rear engine Porsches would. Uh, Sneer at you for your front engines. Connor, they sneered at them when they were brand new. They sneered at them when they were used. And they'll sneer at them when they become classics. Front engine they, Porsche. They aren't loved. It's as simple as that. Go on, what's your honorable mentions then? Because I really don't have any work on You will never guess this. I you... won't because I literally went looking for a Porsche. I don't know what else is out there. Never going to get this. It was only six and a half thousand pounds. Is it? So I had a lot of change. I had a lot of change. You can make a concourse with the change. Oh, it's already concourse. It's... Is it the Nissan? What Nissan? There was a Nissan. I, I on like the first page of Auto Trader when I was looking, there was a Nissan. I think a Bluebird or something like a nineties one. For six and a half grand. It mightn't have been six and a half grand. I don't think anybody would be that mental. Mm. Nope. No. 90s doesn't fit in the category anyway. Oh, this... well, no, it must nope. be 80s then because I had set it to pre-90. All right. Well, that's my All right. All right. Is that All right. Is that right? Go on. This is 1965. It's Italian. It's rear-engined. Ciao Bella, is it an Alfa Romeo? No, not if it's rear engine. No. Is it a Fiat? Nearly. Is it uh I can't think of any more Italian guys apart from Ferrari? It's an auto Bianchi. Bianchina. Bianchina. I don't even know what that is. The only other Bianchi I know is the one or the other Mancia Barth fucking A one ten no. Yeah, well, this is not that. This is a little bit smaller than that. I've just sent it. Yeah, the SA one well, for Bath from the seventies, late sixties. Uh huh. Oh, that is gorgeous. It's it's run on course though. It run on benzene. Yeah, it is concourse. What are you on about? That's not fucking concourse. Look at the state of that engine bay. Look, you spent the fucking the spare like five grand that you have from the six and a half grand you spent 
on uh, get the fuck I've, 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 seen seen the women and, I've seen women from Kirkstein and cleaner shit than that fuck's sake it run on the benzene now <laughs> I'm glad it was only an honorable mention because 60 that's kilometer per hora <laughs> per 60 aura. kilometer 60 <laughs> reader auras <laughs> well I don't think it's as good as what I'm about to show you because I found the Nissan I was talking about and it's see the reason it's so great is the fact that it's named after the greatest playlist of all time. Uh, mm, it, is a it is a 1990 Nissan Sunny. And I mean, you talk about immaculate. Look, like, that playlist that's, is no longer Nissan Sunny. It's Nissan Pulsar. That's Nissan Pulsar. <laughs> no, it's still no, it's Nissan Sunny GTIR. Is it? It was Nissan Pulsar back, back in the It was Nissan Sunny or a Pulsar on the, in the iPad days, I think. It's Nissan Sunny GTIR now. It's in a, its fine form. It's UK, Reg. <laughs> UK DM. It, yeah, when it was in the iPod Classic, it was actually JDM. It was a Pulsar, like, but uh, now she's back to UK spec. She's re-registered. Uh, right. But note, this is an immaculate 1990 Nissan Sunny. It was definitely owned by a pensioner when it was brand new, because it's automatic as well, like, what is it with you in automatic cars this evening? It's it's the thing is, right, when you're going for concourse and you're going for old car, ninety percent of the time the automatics are better looked after than the manuals. Because they're yeah. bought by people who just don't horse the shit out of cars. Who can't they're horse the shit out of people who automatic. Exactly. But they're bought by people who chances are need an automatic, not want an automatic. Yeah, but this has a sunroof and an electronic sunroof and everything. Like it's it's gorgeous. It's got brown interior. It's it's beige with brown interior. I mean, what more do you want from me, good sir? Electric windows, electric mirrors, and the best part is it is two thousand seven hundred eighty nine pounds. It's immaculate, con. Like that thing would actually do well in a concourse competition. It's the so entire, powerful. the entire description is in capitals except for the interior, which is in grey cloth, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, good point. And like the interior, he puts it in near the end, just as he's talking. He's <laughs> talked about everything else until the very end when he's about to talk about finances. Like, oh fuck, that is grey cloth interior in it. Better <laughs> put that in. It's HPI clear. Ah, uh, well then, there you go. Two owners <laughs> from new. Which <laughs> two owners from you? Which were and it's the wrong word with a H. Where, where husband and wife? Where are they? <laughs> where? What did looked after die? like a part of the family? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm an awful cunt to my brothers, like so. <laughs> yeah, it would depend which family members. <laughs> yeah, but like it's the redheaded bastard stepchild. Like <laughs> I wouldn't want to call it treated like that. But that's that's very tidy. Like if I had stupid money sitting there, I would buy that. Really I don't would. know what I'd do with it. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I would. <laughs> I would. I'd, I'd buy it to love it for a while and then send it on to a, another pensioner. I'm yeah. surprised though, right? So it's it's obviously been old, owned by, let's say, somebody who's older. 
that is yeah. one very straight body like there's no yeah, denser yeah. things on it it's a it's it's a definite gamble with a car that's owned by older people in that it's either perfect or filled with dents and dinges because there's the eyesight's not what it used to be <laughs> yeah where's it that, that wall wasn't as close as that before <laughs> <laughs> where is this car located ah uh, yes probably in england somewhere cheshire is it just north of Luton. England, anyway. They'll be looting you whenever you take it. <laughs> looting me so, three grand for a fucking Nissan Sonny. <laughs> it's my turn <laughs> to think of next week's challenge, and I'll be honest, I hadn't thought about it. But Well, it's actually not yet, because I still have another honourable mention. Oh, I forgot about the honourable mentions. Sorry. Sorry, Connor. Go ahead. Better be sorry. This one's a Mercedes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Go on. What is it? Is it uh let's guess, is it an SLK Mark One? No, no. Is it an A class? No. None of these are like pre nineteen ninety. Oh fuck yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, is it a one ninety-eight? No. Is it a W one two six? No. Is it a Fintail? No, but you're closer. <clears throat> is it uh 10 grand Ooh. that's what i mean this is an impressive spot for 10 grand you don't get these for 10 grand right well just on your opinion of mercs you don't find any of them for under 10 grand apparently so hey <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm gonna guess is it an sl nope is it an i'm gonna have one more guess yeah go on because the listeners will be bored if you're guessing about yes is it a <laughs> <laughs> is it a W108? Nope. Right, tell us. It, I'm boring it, now. Um, it's a pom pom. I'm going to send it to you. It's a one You don't see these for under 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Weren't you spamming us with like a pom pom no. years ago every five minutes that was under 10 grand by a long there, shot? There was only one and it got sold and I couldn't buy it. I would have had Which, that deal now. You'd have been much better fucking off instead of that yellow thing you have now. <laughs> the 190D would probably still fucking work. Of course it would. That's mm-hmm. a gorgeous car. It's very, very, very immaculate. Is the 180 Ponton, is that a diesel or a petrol? That one's petrol. That was an old side valve engine. That was the same engine that they were building like before the Second World War. Why don't you sell your yellow heap of shit and buy an old Ponton diesel? <laughs> a car that works? No. Well, maybe. Just saying, like, I mean... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I'd be careful. <laughs> it's your child Anymore? making bad financial decisions. Um, uh, yes, no. continually, all the time. <laughs> no, no, I've given you enough. Right. Well, then, I think for next week's podcast, our challenge should be track car that you can drive to the track and home and expect it to still work. So a reliable track car for £3,000. And it has to be road legal. Okay. Road legal track car for three grand. Okay. So. You're not your GTI then? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> it did one track day. No, it did many, but one proper, proper track day. And drove home. Yeah, was it a trouble-free drive home? It was 
Because technically the thing broke before the drive home. <laughs> Did we end that up was in a... random man's garage? That was a different <laughs> trip, actually. That wasn't track day trip, I don't think. Yeah, it was. No, it was, it was. You, you cooked it and we were sitting outside and it was cooking and that was just no. like we just had to drive it home. No, that's not what it happened was. at all. No. <laughs> uh okay, what happened was it had no egg shut after. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was on one of the events we went to Auto Heroes, which was uh like a car meet thing but combined with a track day for those who don't know. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't happen anymore and we loved it the bits, it was great. Uh so it was a track day with a car meet next to it and you could go onto the track if you wanted to as well. Now one of the times we went I only displayed i didn't go onto the track yeah. and when we were coming home we hit a bump or something and the exhaust on the car the mount broke mm-hmm. the exhaust was then hanging off and that's when we stopped at some random man's house because it had just happened outside his house yeah the other thing was not that she cooked herself i was on the track i did the track day <laughs> and a thing happened that I didn't know was common with eight valve golfs. What was that? The oil pressure switch is prone to surging. And what that means is under hard cornering, the engine, the oil in the engine sloshes around. And when you take a hard corner, the oil kind of goes to one side a bit and it floods the sensor. And the sensor spazzes out, doesn't know what's going on. So mm-hmm. it then gives you the buzzer warning for. No oil pressure. Right. So I had that constant buzzing the whole way home because the sensor had broken. So shut the fuck uh, up, Clem Fandango. You don't know what you're talking about. Car definitely overheated that day. It didn't overheat that day. You cheeky shit. Not. No. It doesn't <laughs> overheat whenever you drive it. <laughs> like when it's in traffic and you're not actually driving it, then yeah, it tries to literally unhero itself. Like, but on the live but whenever you're driving it normally it didn't overheat it just didn't like sitting still it was it was such a mad keen race car all it wanted to do was drive you know just gotta go that's it gotta go fast but it'll be back it'll be realized at some point in the future i'm sure mm-hmm. so now shall we no. move on to the news yes do you have any news no <laughs> okay well i have got one two Three, four bits of news for us, which is more than enough because there's not a lot to say about each one. (laughs) So, uh, first thing is something that happened this week and it's actually quite sad. Uh, Bruce Myers, do you know him? Um, No. When you hear the name Myers, what do you think? The Myers Um, Manx. Yes, he is the guy that created the Myers Manx Doom Buggy. He died. died. Yeah, he died at age 94 last week. Oh, he had a good run. He had a very good run. So for those who don't know, the Myers-Manx, uh, the original Volkswagen Beetle, the one with the engine in the back and all, this guy designed what's known today as the beach buggy. He took the original Beetle and he just lifted the whole body off and then made his own custom body out of fiberglass, which looked like a, a big toy car, basically. And it was yeah, a didn't very... It? It looked like um, injection molded, like technology project. From <laughs> yeah, literally, it looks like RC from Toy Story. Yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, so he he designed the original beach buggy, and it was a huge thing in the sixties, and it was basically a an icon of freedom, much like the it was it was it was an icon of surfer freedom of California, sort of the whole Beach Boys shit. That's the Beach yeah. buggy was a real real big figurehead during that time. So unfortunately, he's passed away. So that's real sad. That's that. That's the thing that happened. Uh, everything else is... Well, no. One more thing's not nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Ford has announced that its next V8 Mustang could be the last one that it makes, or sells in the EU anyway. But they are likely phasing away the V8, which is the first time since 1964. Lee Iacocca. That's a very long run for an engine. Well, it's obviously it's not the same engine, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not the Rover V8, like, but uh, <laughs> a, a Mustang without a V8, it's just it's not really. It, a it, it, it hurts, you know. Although everybody mm. said that about the Ford GT whenever it came out, the newest one that oh, it's a V6, it's not a real GT40 or whatever. But like a Mustang without a V8, can you imagine how many redneck Americans are going to be so disappointed with that fact? They will. They probably won't buy it. Do you know what will happen? Chevy no. will keep making a V8 Camaro. Push and, and then old Americans with grey hair and big bald patches that wear a baseball cap that says, Mustang built for tough. <laughs> uh, they're going to they're gonna go Chevy. That's that's my predic- prediction. I don't know. A lot of them, they don't like the rival brands. Like they're really really loyal to whichever company that they like oh they really they they hate each other like there's no other word for it like it's proper it's it's war like but i i don't know how losing the v8 but, it, well, but here's is are they losing it in the north american market because you said uh, eu eu for definite but likely so america as well they're saying because they don't actually sell any cars in America anymore? They only sell the Mustangs. It's only car, so I reckon they're gonna try and phase yes. it out somehow. Yep. Ford uh, cancelled the production of all cars in America. They only do like SUVs and crossovers and stupid shit like that. That was a big okay. deal. Like last year or the year before, they announced they're stopping doing it. They're not selling the Fiesta anymore, and I think they're not selling the Focus anymore. Which was their only two go. real things, really. I think, I think they had the Fusion or. The Diffusion, which was just a Taurus, or maybe it was the Taurus, I don't know, but they they stopped doing them all, basically, so sad times, my dudes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Ford's announced that, so that's going to be, there'll be hell if they do cancel that in America. Oh, yeah. Because that's an American icon. Like, <laughs> it is, like, the V8 Mustang is just, it's always been there, no, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's ending. But on some good news, Porsche, uh, Porsche has claimed uh, they are making synthetic fuel. They um, are. They've been into synthetic fuel for a couple of years now. I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. they've they've claimed now that they can make combustion engines as efficient and clean as electric vehicles with this synthetic fuel. Yeah. Because so you, still gonna you basically, that's it. You you can actually make a combustion engine like arguably less 
uh, harming to the environment than an electric vehicle if you have effective synthetic fuel and carbon capture technology, which they're also working on. You would effect, you would effectively make it um, like near enough carbon neutral. Did they teach you that in geography class, or? Yeah. Where did, where did you hear all that? That's the, this is the first Thanks. time I've heard of any of that. Oh, it's just Thanks. facts. First, no, the first time I, I heard about carbon capture was genuinely in geography class, so yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> well, Porsche is going to begin their testing in 2022, which sounds good for whenever it comes to when the governments decide to outlaw that's it. That's that's combustion engines. This. Like this is all being outlawed, but actually synthetic fuels would be a better alternative than electric cars, which require like massive amounts of lithium every three years. Yeah, they're putting their money in the the governments are putting their money in the wrong places. They need to forget about electric cars. They need to go for hydrogen powered cars and alternative yeah. synthetic fuels. Yeah, because like. If you can hydrogen powered cars basically fucking run on water, like and like well, what I, is I don't that? know if you noticed. They do run on hydrogen. <laughs> well what's the ones that people are doing that runs on water? Uh I don't know. But the byproduct of burning hydrogen is water just well there was to- Toyota or Lexus or what which is Toyota. One of them was making a car that runs on water. And okay. Yeah, and like, why isn't the government put money into that? Because like, actually, no, never mind. They can't even give fucking a lot of countries water. Never mind fucking cars. <laughs> but like, is oceans out there? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's got to be one hell of a source for fuel. Big salty oceans. I know. Well, I imagine the inside of that petrol tank would be stone rotten. Well, <laughs> <Bro>, here, <laughs> ah, here. But uh, yeah, so Porsche is trying to get their synthetic fuel out as quick as possible so that hopefully if it goes well the governments won't outlaw internal combustion which would be awesome yeah. it would be class that'd be the best alternative really but what i wonder is does synthetic fuel does it require a special engine that can burn it or what because uh, if it can go into the likes of your your normal cars then fucking everybody wins yeah i'm pretty sure it can i don't know don't quote me on that well, I won't. Don't quote us on anything we say. <laughs> never fact-checked. No, nothing is fact-checked. But one thing is a fact, and it's my last piece of news. Uh, consumer reports. You know those people who do those consumer the reports? Power index. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, they released their most recent list of the best quality automakers. Guess yep. who's number one? The way you said that, I'm going to suggest Subaru. No, but they are in the top five. Uh... Well, you know for a fact it's not fucking Volkswagen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from a Volkswagen guy, so shut up anyone who wants to write in and complain. <laughs> well, who's number one? Mazda. Oh. Mazda, right now, according to Consumer Reports, make the highest quality vehicles on the road. Nice. Number two, somehow, is BMW. And mm. number three is Subaru. Number Good. four is Porsche. And number five is Honda. Now, those are the most reliable and yeah. highest quality. We've also got the list of five least, well, worst quality vehicles on the road. Any Tesla. guesses as to what's in the top five? Tesla. No? no. They're not? 
Nah, oh. sure. Fucking musky smell has probably fucking paid off all of the reviews people with all of his money, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, because I saw a thing there. The oh, day. I shouldn't say that. He'll probably fucking try and act me. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting shut down. Sorry. Yeah, for <laughs> questioning him. His lordship, Musk. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, take a guess. Top five most unreliable vehicles. Number one, what do you think? Vauxhall. Well, not unreliable, sorry. Worst quality. No, although I would put it as number one all day long. <laughs> although maybe it's just a given, so they don't bother putting it on. <laughs> not on the list. <laughs> they just know. <laughs> number one is Alfa Romeo. Oh. Are you surprised? Yeah. No. <laughs> You'll be even less surprised by number two. Fiat. Nope. No. Who do you think makes shitty quality vehicles? And people aren't going to like this. Well, depending on who they are. But you can tell that about anything, I guess. <laughs> now I think about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> go on, who is it? Two words. Land Rover. Yes. Land Rover <laughs> make the second worst quality vehicles on the road. Don't Number three, new surprisingly. Falling apart. Possibly. Number mm-hmm. three, surprisingly, is Mitsubishi. And considering they only sell about five cars a year, that That's takes some good going. <laughs> All five of them broke down. <laughs> Number four is Jeep. Okay. And number five is Lincoln, who I didn't know were actually still around. (laughs) You shut up. That's just four. No. Shut up. Yeah. So, yeah, there's your list of five worst quality vehicles. Right. So, there you go. That just about really wraps it up for this week, I think. That's that's probably longer than usual. We're using a different recording format this week. We're using uh, Zoom. Uh, Zoom, yeah, so hopefully this is better quality. We're really not sure. If you could let us know, that would be great. So, yeah, uh, yeah stick around for the next one. Uh, let us know what you think. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Follow us on TikTok now. We use that now, too. It's, it's a big <laughs> deal, apparently. And subscribe to us on YouTube, most importantly. And, yeah, that just about does it, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Tom Pallison and... I've been calling you. And we will see you next. Well, we'll you'll hear us next week. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs>